Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. I hope that you guys have been enjoying the content that I've been putting out there. I hope that you guys are learning from it, growing from it, that you're able to become the best version of yourself as much as possible. In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about how I believe, and I've been thinking about this a lot over the past few days, um, that I believe that the reason INFJs have really poor boundaries as adults is because our boundaries were crossed over and over and over again when we were children. And because of that, everything, all of these crossing of boundaries and all that stuff was normalized in our heads because as children you don't really know what's right or wrong unless someone explains it to you, right? And so if the people in your life, the authority figures in your life are constantly doing something, you assume as children, obviously, that that's supposed to be correct, that that's the way things go. You know, it's not something that you think about too much because your authority figures, the people in your life that are older than you are supposed to be wiser, are supposed to know better, are supposed to be able to guide you in the right direction. Unfortunately, and this is not something to say against our authority figures, against our parents, against our teachers, against any of those people, obviously. Everyone in their own ways doing their, own, their best. But sometimes the rules that have been passed down from generation to generation are broken in themselves. So our parents might have been taught something about boundaries by their own parents and then their own parents and their ancestors. But all of those rules that were passed down from generation to generation are broken. And so when it comes down to us, it's still broken. It doesn't mean that suddenly it's going to fix itself unless we look at those rules with a critical eye and we think to ourselves, all right, this doesn't make any sense. I know these people are supposed to know better. I know they're wiser than me. I know that they are supposed to be older and they're, you know, they're the people who take care of me, but I don't think this is actually right. I don't think this is how it's supposed to be. I, th I think I'm going to build a new rule for myself. And this only happens obviously after a lot of thinking, a lot of contemplating, a lot of self-reflection. And it can only happen, I think, after a few years of going through this stuff, which is why we, in our 20s or our late teens, start thinking about all these things and start realizing, mm, this doesn't feel right, I'm going to build my own rule book. That's of course, it takes a little bit of time. But as I said, as children, as INFJ children, or as children in general, I think, but specifically I'm talking about INFJ children in this video because this is what this video is about and this is what my perspective and life experience is all about is that when we're children INFJ children specifically have a great sense of responsibility towards the people in their life especially the people that they love our parents our siblings our grandparents our relatives our teachers that I like our friends all those people that we have in our life we have a great sense of responsibility towards them we feel a lot of gratitude to them for for loving us and for taking care of us and for being around us and we also want to please them we want to make sure that they're happy we want to make sure that they they never cry they're never sad and we always want them to be at the at the peak of their ability and we want to make sure that we help them with that as much as possible we have this innate desire and this desire starts up when we're really young we want to make sure that the people in our life are happy and one of the ways you make people happy is by agreeing with them, right? I mean, that's one of the basic essences of it. 
And you realize that very quickly on where if you disagree with someone, even if it feels yucky and you're like, mm, I don't like this, but this person is telling you this is how it is and they're older than you, wiser than you, blah, blah, blah. And they tell you this is how it is. And if you tell them, no, I don't think that is the way it is, they will get upset about it. And so, but if you don't, if you agree with them and you say, oh yeah, of course, that's the way it is. And they'll be happy this kind of conditioning is set up very early on in our lives right most children know that if you agree with the adult in their life then they're going to be happy if you disagree with them then they're going to be unhappy right and then mostly very early on we learn that one of the simplest examples i can give you is um i used to cry a lot as a child <laughs> i was a big cry baby um i was a very emotional child and like my my emotions were right on the surface I, I also didn't understand or learn i wasn't taught how to express my emotions in a way that was healthy and so i would throw tantrums i'd cry a lot and i would do all those things because that's the only way i knew how to express all of this stuff that was inside of me as an empath and i was an empath from very young young from a very young age I would always be feeling all these emotions from all the people around me and I had a really hard time expressing it. I didn't know how to let it out except bawling my face off or crying or throwing a tantrum or throwing a fit or yelling or doing all those things that, you know, as children we do. Of course, little by little, I'm learning now how to express emotions without going crazy. But then at that point in time, I did not know that. My mother would always say to the people, to the guests, if there were people around, if there was someone that was not part of the family and they were like, what is she doing? <laughs> she would always say, it's okay, she just cries for a little bit and then she is all right. And I learned that about myself. I was like, all right, oh, so I just need to cry for a little bit and just need to let it out and then I'll be all right. And I, then I can go back out into company again. So that's what I did. You know, that's, this is how I learned. You know, this is the, the rule book that was given to me by my mother and this is what I was taught. Now, of course, I'm changing the rule book a little bit now, but at that point in time, it was a good rule book for me to follow, a good rule in general for me to follow. I wish there was a better way to do it, but that's okay. I learned that was the way for me. That's just one simple example of you know how things are taught to us and how we follow these random dictums without even thinking about it, just because they're taught to us by people who we trust, people who are older and wiser than us, right? Now, of course, I wanted to please my mother, also and so i made sure that i followed the rule book so i i knew what her rule was that you know she'd cry for a little bit and then she'll be fine and then she'll be normal again normal again <laughs> and so i wanted to please her i wanted to make sure that was the way and so i did it you know i would even if i was not feeling all right after even if i was like mm, it still feels yucky it still feels like i haven't gotten rid of all the stuff that i want to get rid of even though i cried a lot it still feels like i'm still stuck and i, I there's still something more but i don't know what to do about it even then, I would pre pretend like everything was all right. And I can remember several instances of this in my head right now where I would go back out into company or I'd go back out into the living room where everyone else was and I'd pretend like everything was fine. I'd make a couple of jokes. Um, but I remember feeling inside that it was not. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't gotten rid of everything that I had to get rid of. I didn't know how to. Eventually, I learned how to journal and that was a big... Oh, big relief because instead of actually crying about it in public I would just write about it in, in my notebook I let out all my emotions that way and so I didn't have to kind of spew my emotions on onto everyone else and that made me a lot and that actually helped me a lot because it made me it made me deal with my emotions a lot better than you know me going through a tantrum or throwing or throwing a fit in front of people that I don't know 
because you don't get anything back that way people just look at you like you're weird or people judge you and you just feel terrible after so that was a complete waste right all of this to say the reason i really wanted to do this video um is because if you are a younger INFJ and you guys know a lot of the reasons I'm doing these videos is for younger INFJs. Now I'm not going to say that you're going to be strong enough to rebel against your parents and say, no, this is wrong, especially if you're in your you know, early teens or late teens or in your tweens or whatever it might be. If you're young, it'll be really hard for you to say, I, I think you're wrong, my dear parent. And this is how it's supposed to be. Now you might be strong enough to say that um, if, I, if you are, then go ahead and do it just because they're older than you doesn't mean that they know what actually is the truth or they don't actually know what's what's actually going on right just because they say this is a rule doesn't mean that it actually has to be a rule just because they say this is the way things are doesn't mean that actually is the truth right and so a lot of times things in your life as children are probably being probably being normalized made normal when they're actually not supposed to be normal a lot of times I'll actually look back upon the things that happened in my own life and I think to myself, wow, <laughs> I used to think that was normal. Now, the only way, that, way I knew that it was not normal is, you know, I'd start talking to my friends about it and all of a sudden they'll be like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I think to myself, it's not? <laughs> it's not supposed to be like that? That's not normal? Really? Are you sure? And they'll be like, no, this is not how it goes. This is not how it happens in my house or her house or their house or this house. And all of a sudden I realize for a lot of different instances that things had been normalized in my childhood because this is the way it was right this is the way things were going and because this was the, the way things were going as adaptable INFJs or as an adaptable flexible human being I was like all right cool I'm just gonna adjust to it this is how things go this is normal this is normal for me and normal for us and we're just going to just you know, go along with it kind of thing the reason I actually said I wanted to do this video for younger INFJs is because I want you guys to realize that just because someone says that it's, this is normal or this is how it's supposed to be doesn't mean that this is how it's supposed to be. Sometimes people are going to push your boundaries. They're going to step into your personal space or step into your personal, in your personal boundaries. And you might think to yourself, this is not right. I don't feel good about it. I don't want this person here. I don't want this energy here. But you won't be able to say anything about it because, again, as, as a people pleaser or as a person who wants to keep harmony in their environment, you're going to think it's better for me not to say anything. But if you can be strong enough, and if you're not, then that's totally fine as well because I understand I was not strong enough for the longest time. Even now, I have an issue with boundaries. Even now, sometimes I'm thinking to myself, I need to put a boundary against this person, but I have a hard time saying no. And so at 35, you know, I'm 35 right now. I still have an issue with this. So if you are, you know, younger than me, then it's okay for you to have an issue with this and to be uncomfortable with setting up boundaries because it's just a really hard thing to say, guys. It's really, really hard. Recently, I was in a class and, there, you know, we were exchanging after the class ended we were just exchanging some um we were having a conversation among ourselves and this man uh, was talking to me and was talking to my friend and he kept on pushing himself into her personal space and i could see that he she was uncomfortable with it now i was uh, having a conversation with a with a different person and she was having a conversation with a different person and afterwards she told me about it you know this person was really close to me and i felt really uncomfortable 
And I knew that feeling because I have been in that zone, in that uncomfortable zone where I think to myself, this person is really pushing my boundaries right now and I really don't, I don't want this to happen. I want to push them back, but I also don't want to be causing an uncomfortable situation. I don't want to disrupt the harmony of this class I don't, or whatever it might be. I don't want to say back off when everyone is like just having fun, which I hate. This happens a lot as well. You know, you're in a club or you're at a bar or you're at a restaurant and you're just having a dinner with a bunch of people and all of a sudden this person pushes themselves into your boundary or into your zone and you think to yourself, no, this is not all right. But everyone else is just having fun. They're drinking, they're having, you know, they're having a blast and you just don't want to be like, get away from me. <laughs> you're, you're making me uncomfortable because everyone's going to say, well, you know, just relax, chill out. Just why do you have to be like that? It happens to me all the time. That's when I think to myself, all right, this is it. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm leaving. I don't care. If I'm being rude, I don't want to have this conversation and I don't want to disrupt the harmony. So I'm just going to pretend like I have a stomachache. I'm going to pretend like something, I have a meeting in the morning and I'm just going to leave because I just don't want to deal with this. Now, of course, if I am still doing this and I'm 35, then if you are younger than me, I understand it's hard to set up boundaries. It's really difficult. And a lot of the boundaries are nowadays normalized. It's all right for people to just to grab your ass or you know to touch you inappropriately and to, to make a joke out of it or it's alright for people to make sexual harassment comments or politically incorrect comments and be like oh well you know why don't you just why don't you just relax a little bit why don't you chill out a little bit why do you have to be so strict about things right and so people do these kind of things and it's really difficult to set up boundaries in situations like that the reason as I said I want to do this video is I want to remind you guys of the fact or bring your attention to the fact that these things are not normal you know it's if you if it feels like it's not normal to you if it feel if you feel uncomfortable if you feel irked by it if you feel icky by it like if you feel like it's not right then it's not right there doesn't have to be a rule book about it, it doesn't have to be like oh but that person thinks it's all right so it should be all right no if you think it's un, it's not all right with you then it's not all right your boundaries are completely different, are set up completely different from someone else's boundaries. Someone else might be completely fine with, with a random guy touching their boob, obviously, right? But you get, you get uncomfortable if they even step into your personal space, right? So boundaries are set up differently. It doesn't mean that that person is wrong or you're wrong. It's just that different people have different boundaries. And so you have to be really careful with that. Don't normalize something. And if it feels wrong, then it's probably wrong for you, which means that you can set up your boundary that way. Just because your girlfriend is really free with physical contact doesn't mean that you also have to be, right? Just because your boyfriend or your guy friend is really comfortable with touching random people, it doesn't mean that you have to be as well, right? Every person is different. That's the reason that I love this world because we live in this magical world right now, right? So be careful, do not normalize things that, that are not supposed to be normal. And if you have a boundary issue, and if you feel bad or icky about something, just say it out loud. And if you can't say it loud, out loud, then escape, <laughs> avoid. That's what I do. It's terrible. I shouldn't do that, I know, but I, that's what I do. Again, if you guys have any questions that are about, at all about this video or about any other videos, please let me know, comment below or email me. And I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now.